What if it's not about a building? What if it's not about stained glass and steeples? What if it's just Jesus? Corey, the Just Jesus podcast, man. What's going on? Oh, man, I'm just so glad to get this thing going. We, uh, we've been talking about it since I met you over a year ago. Man, I know, and you're just a jack of all trades and anything. Master of none, though, right? <laughs> I, I don't know about that. You, you sure got this together and looking good, and uh, I'm sure Jesus is happy about it. And God has given me a lot of abilities. Follow through is not always one of them. But with this one, man, we've got to make sure it's happening. And, well, and here we are. It's definitely happening because I'm sitting here looking at it. And I'm happy to be part of it and us just getting a word out to anybody that will will listen. Man, and you talk about the name of it, the Just Jesus Podcast. I didn't come up with that. That's based on a ministry that you started years ago, you know? Yeah, man. And that that is uh, the most important thing to me and, and I think should be to all the world. You know, there's uh, so many layers that we put on serving Jesus. Uh, but really, when it gets down to um, the the nuts and bolts of it, Jesus is it. That's all we need. It's not to say there's not more um, to go with Jesus, but it's to say that all you need is Jesus and whatever else He wants you to have as far as people, relationships, you know, ministries, works, then once you find the door, which is Jesus, then he will connect you with everything else that you need in your life. And you've spent most of your adult life serving God in a, in a capacity that I could never imagine. Like you've started ministries, you've spread the word, and man, you've traveled, you've done everything. You and your sisters were part of the Beelers, a singing group, and you've done everything. Of all the things that we've ever done and all the stages that we've been on and you know, all the names that we've ever got to be around as far as big names in ministry or singing on big stages um, like TBN, uh, Daystar Network, uh, Dollywood. Many times we were able to sing at those places and nothing has ever been more important than just winning a soul to Jesus. It's all about the bigger picture. And yes, and that is the biggest picture of all. So I'm new in my faith. I've been a part of this for about a year now. I've been serving God. You tell and, it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've had a, a a good role model. Oh. So with that, man, I have a ton of questions. And gosh, I asked a question today that that would embarrass most people in front of people that I didn't even know. Oh man, and 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 that's the thing, like. You know, so many people are, are so afraid to ask questions because uh, I, I see a big gap in, in even Christianity itself because either people are walking around that know so much they can't hardly get down on a level to help somebody that don't know so much or people don't know and they're afraid to try to witness at all because they're afraid that they're not going to have the answer. They're not going to know enough. And all you really have to know is how to ask somebody, do you know Jesus? And, and that's right. And I know 
nor do I expect you to have all the answers. And I don't want this to feel like an interview every time we come here. Sure. No, I don't. I don't have all the answers and I'm fine with that. But man, I have questions and and the questions I have, I'm sure everyone has. And that's what I want this to be about. I want us to deep dive in things that, that people don't know, or maybe they do know, they just need to be reassured. And today we talked about reconnecting. That was the message at church today. And, And that's all about knowledge and information and connection. And that's what I want this to be about. Yeah, and, and there's a there's people all over in all walks of life because of however life has has hit them and knocked them down, knocked them back, or it's just doing all you can to deal with the everyday rigors and load of life itself. Uh, so many people just they don't even realize that there is such a greater life that a person can be living such a better life, a lighter life, a brighter life, um, to be filled with so much more love and joy and peace if somebody could find a way to just hit the reset button in their life. And if you can hit the reset button for a moment and pause long enough to do that, then you can get reconnected to Jesus and that big picture, and you can really start seeing life in a whole new way. But what about us that's never connected? How do you start that? Is it just one day you you just ask him to come into your heart and, and then it's forward progress from there, or is there steps that we're missing? I think it's like you said, and I've heard you say many times, it's not about knowing all the answers. It's not about at all having it all figured out. It's really about taking the step, taking that first step of faith. Of course, it's unknown. Of course, it's uncharted. But that's what God wants. He don't want it to where you have it figured out, to where you've got it all measured out, to where you've got it all calculated, and now it makes sense. That's not what He wants. He wants you to just step out in the unknown and say, God, I've tried it myself. I've tried to figure it out. I've tried to bear this load. I've tried to carry life and do it myself, and I just kind of make a mess. I want to give all the reins of my life, my family, my home, my work, my job, my possessions, my children. I want to give it all to you. And you just ask Jesus to come into your life, to your heart, and take over. And I know that's easier said than done, but that is really all there is to it. And then you start seeing this supernatural change in your life, your mindset changes, your body even feels different. You see things from a a different perspective, a better perspective. You start getting lighter. You start feeling more joy. You start feeling more positivity. Life is not as burdensome as it once was. Once you realize that it's not for you to carry the load by yourself. A matter of fact, God says, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you. Man, that leads right into one of the most powerful things I've ever heard you say. What's that? 
Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Oh man, that that is that is powerful. I don't care who says it. it it's the truth, and it will be uh, until I take my last breath. Because really, you can read the Bible, you can memorize the Bible, you can quote the Bible verbatim, front to back. And if you don't know Jesus and you don't know how to love and care for people, it doesn't matter. Even I can tell you somebody else that can probably quote the Bible front to back, and that's the devil. No doubt. And that's why Paul the Apostle said, if you believe in Christ, it's a faithful thing. But even the devils believe in Christ. So how are you different? How are we different? And I can tell you how. you got to be able to get past all of the unfolded mysteries of the Bible and figuring all them out and figure out how to love a person and come down to their lowest estate and pull them up to Jesus and, and, and you're 100% right in, in a couple of different facts, but one that I took from it, to be able to turn your life over to God, it's humbling. Oh, you're my Lord. putting down all your guards and just opening up and just taking that leap of faith. All your pride. Yeah, and the last thing you want is somebody hovering over you in a, an authoritative, dominant-type position telling you, you need to do it now or you need to do this because it's such a vulnerable state that you don't want that. Nobody does, or I didn't. And no, you're right. Nobody wants that. And and it's such a hard situation because so many preachers and people that come to the knowledge, it's like, once again, we mentioned, you, you see that big picture and you see that once you find Jesus and once you get it, all you want to do is Help people find Jesus. You want to tell everybody because you. the reality is if you die and you don't know Jesus as a personal Savior, there's a hell to go to as much as there is a heaven. And it's our jobs once we figure out the real deal, the real story in life is Jesus Christ died for us on a cross and resurrected, and brought us reconciliation, brought us back to God through His death. And the only way to escape death, the only way to escape hell, and and, and somebody might be saying, man, man, are you just trying to say this to scare me? No, I'm not. I'm just stating facts. And, and the only way to escape those things is Jesus. So my point is, you got so many pastors and preachers that really don't know how to turn it back. They really don't know how to come at a kind and loving, you know, sensitive way. There, a lot of them, you know, will just come down really hard. But but it's because they see the importance. They see the seriousness of the matter and. But but you're right. It it's hard. It's hard both ways. It's hard to make the make the decision when you feel like somebody is you know pressing you, and it's hard for somebody that's doing the pressing to be patient with people and to 
you know, be caring and loving and all that and do it in a kind way and not force it down somebody's throat. Man, and I didn't even realize what kind of walk of faith I was taking until someone that I hadn't seen in a while said, man, I want to find what you found. Oh, man. That's powerful, you know? Yes, it is. And I I know it's funny, but since the last uh, Indiana Jones just came out, yeah, I remember one particular uh, part of, of the movie, and I don't even know which movie it was, but he was trying to get to the other side of a great canyon. And what it all boils down to is he literally had to step out into nothing. And once he stepped and made up his mind that he was going to take that literal leap of faith, once he stepped out, the platform for his foot just appeared. And that's the way it is with God. Like I said, he doesn't want you to have it figured out. He doesn't want you to try to make it logical first. First, he wants you to take the step. And then a stable ground will be there for you to walk on. And it's God's word. One of the hardest things as a new believer is, is how do I communicate with God? How do I let him know? Because, man, you see so many things, you hear so many things. What's true? What? How do I, as a new believer, let God know that I'm here and I need his guidance? Well, I think it's crazy, and I love it that you asked that, because it was three and a half years that Jesus himself walked on the earth and discipling 12 men, the 12 apostles, and it wasn't. Now, they they had done a lot of things for God and, and for the kingdom work uh, following Jesus, but they didn't ask Jesus this question until they had been walking with him for three years. And what they asked him was this. They said, and it came to pass that as he was praying, Jesus, in a certain place, when he ceased or he stopped, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And it's not just like saying, hey, we saw you do this. Uh, we we want to do it, or we want you to tell us how to do it. Like, like he's at, they're actually saying, teach us how to go out into the world and pray to the Father and, and do ministry and have an open communication at all points with God. And he said this, he said unto them, when you pray, say our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The thing is, he is just giving them a blueprint there. But the true point of all of it is, is that 
You just want to talk to God like you would your dearest friend. It, it's not difficult. There, that is the way because he needed a blueprint to start with them and to tell them, okay, this is how I do it. This is how you can do it. This is how you can start out. But really, it's just about having a relationship with the Father. And when you start praying before everything you do in your life, you talk to God. You acknowledge God. You acknowledge that He is in control of your life, that He has the reins of your life. When you make purchases, when you are building other relationships, it's all so important to touch base with Him every day. Some men in the Bible done it three times a day. In the morning, they prayed. And, you know, in the afternoon, they prayed. And in the evening, they prayed. And you just can't pray too much. The Bible says pray without ceasing. And I've heard a lot of people say, man, pray without, how do you pray without ceasing? And what I, what I think that means is you get a routine of praying. You know, you might pray in the morning. You might pray with the family uh, around the table. You might stop with all the devices and all the computers and all the iPhones and right in the middle of the day in the in the living room and say, hey, let's pray. Let's pray to the Father and and show your family and show your children what it means to talk to God and what that looks like. And that's exactly what Jesus was doing with his apostles. And that is one strong and true way to build your faith. And do you remember my first prayer? My first like open prayer at a restaurant? Not that I think you have to do that every time. Yes, and I love the way you ended it. <laughs> so so just to kind of preface what happened, man, some people sound so connected to God when they pray. They sound like they know exactly what they're saying and how they're saying it and and all the the things that they should be saying, they say, and man, I didn't know any of those. Yeah, and you know what? That's why I love it so much because people hear all of the, I mean, Jesus, Jesus even had a problem with the religious folk in the biblical times because, you know, they would stand out on the streets and, you know, on the street corners just to be seen by men. And he literally really had a problem with that. He, matter of fact, he said, when you pray, you should go into your room and close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. And so many times it, it's such an intimate thing to where it's just you and him. And it's really like a child. If you think when my one-year-old boy comes into the room with me, he doesn't know how to talk. He doesn't know how to talk like I talk. But when he talks... I understand him and know how to communicate with him because he's my son and I love him. And it doesn't matter how he talks. If he's talking to me, it's making me happy. And that, that's the way the Father is. And I love the way you prayed. And it may not have sounded like other people to you, but you're talking to your Father and that makes him happy. Just to, just to kind of wrap that up, I told God just to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> it seemed, man, it, it, it just came out and, and that's what I felt at the moment. Like what more and how much better could he possibly be? This is it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And people, people even laughed right in the middle. Right of in the, the middle. <laughs> and when you ended it up, you know, you said, and, and God, just keep doing what you're doing. But hindsight and looking back, man, I think that's awesome. And what better of a thing to say is God, great, great God, just keep on doing what you're doing. But man, there's so much, so much nerves and so much anxiety that goes into praying in front of so many people because there's so many people that's good at it. So many people that spent their entire life perfecting how they talk to God. You know, even if it wasn't even that, if it's just the fact of there's so many people that won't even talk in front of people at all, much less if you're going to pray and you have the thought of there's a lot of people that can pray better. I mean, if we could get to the point to where we can witness about God and we can talk about God and we can pray to God in in front of people just to show them, even if you're saying, God, keep doing what you're doing, you're showing people that they need to be talking to God and they need to be showing their faith to the world. And I think it's an amazing thing. And I try to even my, my daughter's 11 and I've tried in a great way to get her to pray just going to school, and sometimes I'll say, hey, Tora, um, won't you just say a prayer for us? And you know, at first it was kind of hard for her, and at first it was difficult, but she got to the place to where she just started going right along with it. And I said, Tori, just talk to God like you talk to me. Talk to God like you talk to your best friend. And, you know, it, and it's so important when you pray, I want to throw this in here and insert it. For what it's worth, uh, a lot of people don't understand when we pray, you know, why or how or, you know, what am I supposed to say? And, you know, when, when you pray, you just talk to God. And I think it's great to tell God, thank you for for the many blessings in life. Like, for one, you woke up this morning. You, you were able to have another day. Thank God for that. Thank God for all of your possessions. Thank God for your children. Thank God for your job, for, you know, whatever education you have. Thank God for your spouse. You know, you could go on and on thanking God for what you have. And then if you want to ask Him for things, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So then go about it by saying, God, you know, it, like even if you've got pain or even if you're sick or somebody else is sick or, you know, if you're looking for a promotion in your work or if you're needing a breakthrough in your life of some kind, whatever it is, God already knows he already knows before you even ask. All he needs you to do is ask, and that's the relationship, and that's how you build it with your heavenly Father. And the last thing I was going to say about that is when you end the prayer, you end it by saying, 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. And the reason is, is because that's the way we not only touch the throne of God, is going through and by the name of Jesus. Jesus is the mediator for everything we do. He is the bridge from heaven to earth. He is the thing that helps us to touch God and to talk to God. And if we do healings, if we see miracles, everything that happens supernaturally, even us being able to talk to God, is through and by the name of Jesus. So, yeah, and and now when I have the opportunity to pray in front of people, man, I just obviously I close my eyes and I just pretend that it's it's me talking to God right in that moment. Oh yeah, and, and what more could you ask for? I mean, that's what it should be, anyways. And yeah, and when you say the word "Amen," it means it's used to express an agreement. Like you're saying, amen to that. Or it means, so be it. And I, I'm just glad that we ever have the time. You know, we have busy schedules and we have routines and we can get caught up in them and we can get the weights of life on us and it uh, feels like we don't have time to do nothing. But we should always break that routine at some point in the day, as many times as possible in the day, to just stop and talk to the Father as your dearest friend. And I promise you, the Bible says there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And so I, I, it's important. It's very important. And if you stay prayed up, then you can you can keep away from that depression. You can keep away from that anxiety. You can keep away from that heaviness. You can get away from all of it if you just tap into God and talk to Him, like we said, like like one of your dearest friends. Yeah, and and what we've done on this podcast is all about communicating with God because I think that's the most important thing that somebody can do. Oh, man, and I seen something just before I was coming here that said, if it's big enough to worry about, it's big enough to pray about. And it, It's big. Yeah, and if it's something that's important to you, it don't matter if it's not important to anybody else in the world. If it's something that stresses you out, um, I've said it, and, and this hit me really heavy uh, not too long ago, God can even bring you to a place to where you don't pray because you're so stressed, but you pray because you're so blessed. Because a lot of times we pray in desperate measures and we wait to let all those rigors fall down on us and get in despair before we break that routine of life and really come to God. But God wants us on the days that there's not a cloud in the sky, that everything's going wonderful, and you're standing on a mountaintop. You have no worries. On those days, those are the days, too, that you should really talk to God and thank Him for everything that He's done for you and everything that He's doing. Because honestly, He's the same God in the valley 
and he's the same God on the mountaintop. Yeah, and what you said, I think most new believers, man, they, they come in a time of hardship. They come when they need somebody to lean on. And then they, they stick around for everything else after that. But that's the reason they come. And that's not the only time we need to be praying to God and communicating and, and reaching out to him. That's true, man. And, and, you know, the Bible said, Paul said, uh, let the strong bear the infirmities of the weak. And he said, uh, be patient with all men. So, yeah, we should be praying for each other. Prayer is a tool. It is a, a weapon that will straight up knock the enemy, Satan, off his chair. And a lot of times we don't know who that enemy is. No, no, you don't. And a lot of times you can, I mean, you can hear so many things coming at you just like the fiery darts of hell and you just fill in the blank, whatever that looks like for you. Um, But prayer is the number one way to combat those things. And I remember something that Jesus told Peter right before that he was apprehended to to be taken to Golgotha. And he said, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. And watch and pray first. And if you'll you'll always watch and pray, then you, you won't be so quick to fall into temptation or anything else that the world throws out for you as some kind of snare. Watch and pray. And many times, if you'll pray, you'll all the time be on the watch. Uh, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. An eagle can see its prey for like two miles away. And an eagle is so representative of strength and strength in God and the way it soars over the clouds and over the, the dark places of the world. And it can see so far away. And God can help us to see those things. And, you know, this just came to me. I'm going to throw this in here for what it's worth. I heard a story once of a window washer and a businessman. The businessman was walking on the sidewalk. And the window washer's up above him, and he screams down, and he says, Hey, man, be careful. And the businessman says, Why? What's wrong? And he says, Man, you just need to look out. I can see a a wreck down the road. And and he said, Oh, wow, you know, I I can't even see it. I, I didn't even know that. And he said, Yeah, I, I can see it. I'm, I'm higher, and I can see farther down the road. And that's a lot the way God is. If we will keep a relationship going with Him and we'll keep on a regular basis of talking with Him, He will keep us out of those unseen problems and issues and snares of life that the enemy throws at us so often. And that's, that's perfect, too. That's a great scenario of, of how that would work and how you could see it. And I don't even know if I gave it justice of when I heard it, but surely that would give you an idea that there, God, His Word says in Isaiah, my ways are not your ways. 
and my thoughts are high above your thoughts. So it's, it's just so important to trust him because his ways are so much higher and he sees so much farther down the road. And even when things come at us and they hurt us and they are hard to bear, I'm talking about even if you've lost loved ones, and I have, and things that, that come on your life that, that weigh you down in grief and certain things that you've dealt with that you never thought that you would be able to get past. We don't understand why these things happen. We don't know. But we know at the time that they're hurtful and they're almost unbearable. But God knows these things. And he knows why these things happen. And he sees way down the road at things that we can't see and that we can't understand. And that's why things happen the way they happen. And it's just so important to just put your trust in him. When you don't understand, when you don't see it, when you don't have it figured out, trust him and he will sustain you put all your cares upon him that's perfect and i think that's a great way to close it out oh me too man um yeah just don't worry about what it looks like don't worry about uh don't make it difficult don't don't let it be don't compare your prayer life to somebody else's if they say all these things or do all these things so wonderful and that looks so natural uh Nothing is natural to God. With God, it's all about being supernatural, and that's where He is. And so you talk to Him however you want to. All He wants is to hear your voice, to talk with Him like a friend. You will learn as you go. Just take the first step. You know, get on your knees if you want to. Just you and Him in a secluded area, and just talk to him. I promise you he's there and I promise you he's listening and I promise you he can fix whatever the situation is. He can turn it around and he can fill you up with a joy and a peace that you could never imagine. That's perfect. Follow and subscribe this podcast. We're going to put these out weekly. We're going to have something new every week, but something as important as what this was. Yeah. Yeah, things that maybe you don't fully understand. And maybe you just need somebody to tell you, hey, it don't matter if you don't understand. Just get in there and do it. Get in there and talk to God. I promise it, it'll make things better. It'll make things lighter. It'll make your life greater than it's ever been. Right. And if you have a question that you, you don't want to ask somebody else, ask us. And we won't call you out. We won't mention your name. But we will talk about it because I've probably had that question too. Yeah, and it might be something that we don't even know the answer to, but we will be glad to find it. All right, that's great. Corey, let's do it again. Yes, had a great time.